This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today, I'll be discussing the next film for Disney Week. This is a classic Disney film that follows the love story of a polite and proper cocker spaniel and a rough around the edges mutt. This week is all about Lady and the Tramp 1955. Okay, so some technical details about Lady and the Tramp. So this was filmed at the perspective that dogs are at. So you usually just see the legs of humans in this movie, not really their faces. And when we do see them, it's for a brief moment. And so everything kind of seems smaller and to the point of view of a dog, which is a great and creative way in showing um, what life would be like for dogs. And the next point, this is the first animated movie in the CinemaScope aspect ratio of 2.5 to 1 and uh, unfortunately not a lot of theaters were equipped with this technology so there was a second version made at the standard 1.33 to 1 ratio um, but nevertheless it is Disney's wide widest film animated film and um, a lot of details were put into it and the animators were having a hard time with this new aspect ratio trying to make sure there wasn't too much open space with characters, so they try to put them a little bit in the center, then the rest is just background. Otherwise, um, scenes would feel empty, there wouldn't be correct perspective, so it was a challenge for both the animators and then the distributors when they try to premiere it. And another technical detail, this is the first Disney animated film distributed by Buena Vista. Before they had used RKO, but due to Howard Hughes and his crazy antics Disney was done with him couldn't handle it anymore and they decided to go with their own distribution service and they've used it to this day they changed the name of it but it just shows Disney's um, innovation and Disney's method of being self-sustaining so ever since then they've never had to rely on other studios and uh, it was a huge financial success uh, one of the most financially successful Disney films since Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Alright, so let's get into the plot. So Jim and Darling Deer, they have a dog named Lady. Lady grows and makes friends with the Tramp, who's a mutt dog that kind of runs around free. He doesn't have a collar. He's kind of a, a rebel. He'll eat food at random restaurants that'll give him food. He's kind of beats to his own drum. Because uh, the Tramp warns Lady, eventually they're going to have a baby and then they're not going to care about you anymore because that's what happened to him. And Jim and Darling, they do in fact have a baby, giving the baby more attention than they give to Lady. And she feels pretty sad and depressed. And so Jim and Darling, they leave on a trip, leaving Lady and the baby with their with Aunt Sarah, who despises dogs and she has her own cats that are very mischievous and cause a lot of trouble by knocking over a bunch of the furniture and blaming it on lady so then lady's thrown outside they also put a muzzle on her and it's pretty humiliating and so lady escapes to find the tramp and the tramp helps her get the collar off or not the collar get the uh, muzzle off and then they go on a little trip together while lady's out with the tramp because he's running a little too fast for her because she's a cocker spaniel not as fast as him um, she gets captured by um, dog catchers and taken to the pound 
while she's there, she learns that the tramp has had many romantic interactions with other dogs. And so she's pretty mad at that. And then Lady's sent home because she has a dog collar and they're able to contact the owners. And so now she's outside on a chain. She's not allowed inside anymore. Uh, again, Aunt Sarah does not like her at all. And the tramp comes back to try and reconcile with her, but she's not having it. She's very mad at him. And uh, Lady's friends, Jock and Trusty, they're there to kind of defend her too. And they kick him out. And then later... A rat who Lady had encountered earlier in the film, um, he comes out of the woodpile and breaks into the house. And Lady, she can't, you know, she can't go in the house to save the baby because that's what the rat's going to do. He's going to attack the baby. And so she calls for the tramp and the tramp comes to help out. And he's able to go into the house and he fights with the rat. And then Lady, she's also able to go into the house because she keeps pulling pulling on the chain which eventually breaks and she goes into the house and uh, the tramp kills the rat and it's hidden behind a curtain and uh, Aunt Sarah comes in thinking that um, the tramp and lady had caused a lot of ruckus and were trying to hurt the baby so she calls the dog pound to get the tramp out of there and so he's taken by the dog pound so Jock and Trusty they chase after him but um, Trusty he's a bloodhound his nose hasn't been known to work as much anymore like it used to but nevertheless he finds the dog or he finds the tramp's car that he's in and they're able to stop it um but in, uh he's injured though as a result of that jim and darling they come back to the house and they find the rat and they realize the tramp was innocent he was trying to protect the baby and uh and so it cuts to later on um you know, the tramp's name has been cleared. He's now adopted by the Deer family. And and the film ends showing Jock and Trusty coming back. Trusty now having a broken arm. He's in a cast. Um, they come back and, you know, Tramp has his own collar. And the lady and the Tramp have had their own puppies. And uh, that's where the film ends. It's on a very happy note showing that... Um, the Tramp is now part of a family, part of something. Alright, so that's the plot to Laying the Tramp. I'm going to go on a break real quick, but first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone. But that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so now that we're back from our break... I'm going to get into some critical views and my personal views on Lady and the Tramp 1955. So Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give it a 93% and the audience give it an 80%. So across the board, um, audiences and critics kind of agreed. It was a great film, um, got great characters in it, and it's a very romantic story. So it's, uh, <clears throat> so it's a very popular Disney film. Now IMDb gives it a 7.3 out of 10. And uh, at the time, in 1955, the New York Times gave it a 40 out of 100, saying it's not the best Disney has ever done. 
And over the years, um, Lady and the Tramp has become a beloved classic um, and has been adored by fans for many, many years. It's even garnished a sequel, a direct-to-DVD sequel in 2001 called Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. And so it's about one of their kids. So it's a pretty pretty popular film. And uh, in, uh, when Disney Plus first came out, they also had a... Um, a remake, a live-action remake of it, um, but it wasn't as good as and as popular as this one. And uh, but like I said, across the board, it's liked by people, it's adored by people, um, but definitely not on the same level as Cinderella or Snow White. Um, those ones are a lot more popular, but this one is a really nice, really chill one you could put on um, on a nice Sunday afternoon. It's not too crazy. It's pretty. It's a pretty chill film, very romantic film. So I highly recommend this movie for like around uh, Valentine's Day. That's right around when I watched it. All right, so now we'll get into my personal views. Um, I love the dog animation. You know, each dog is very uniquely designed and animated. You could definitely tell they studied the different movement of different types of dogs. Like Jock, for example, he's a small uh, schnauzer, and uh, or is he a Scottish Terrier? I can't remember, but that actually makes sense because he has a Scottish accent. But basically, the way he runs around, he's got little feet, so he's like running really, really fast. And then um, Trusty, who's a bloodhound, he's very slow, kind of droopy, it kind of drags around. And then Lady, she walks with poise. She she feels proper like I said a proper cocker spaniel then the tramp he's kind of beats to his own drum he's jumping he's going crazy so they really you could really tell they spent time uh, looking at dogs and seeing how they move and I really like that I think they did a very fantastic job this time around was the first time I had seen it in its original aspect ratio it's growing up I had a VHS and then a DVD of it um, that put it in the standard letterbox format not letterbox in the standard um, 1.33 to 1 ratio so I I never really realized that it was actually filmed in CinemaScope so it was really cool to see uh, more of the movie you know for years it had been cut off I didn't realize this and uh, like there's a scene when ladies being chased by a bunch of stray dogs and I never realized there was actually three in this frame because that never made sense to me why it would show just two, but there were actually three chasing her. And uh, it turns out because they were cropped out. So yeah, a lot of things that you had missed before were now shown. And this transfer of it is beautiful. The colors are very lush. You could tell they put a lot of effort into bringing this to its original viewing of it. This version on Disney Plus is probably the best we're ever going to see. And uh, yeah, I, I think it was a beautifully, beautifully put together film. Now another view, so there is a lot of controversy with this film. There's a depiction of Siamese cats in, in what are now considered more prejudiced towards the Asian culture. And as well as there's a Russian dog who has a Russian accent. There's a, a Chihuahua who has a Mexican accent. And many feel these are negative depictions of these dogs and stereotypes of these cultures. Um, personally, I don't think they're 
I don't think they were ill-intended. I think they were trying to show a more broad um, view of the animals, trying to show that these were from different cultures. So I guess it's kind of a double-edged sword. Would you rather that each of the dogs from those different areas not have an accent, or would you prefer they had an accent? Um, you know, nowadays, I you would never see anything like this. I haven't seen, but I hear in the modern one, they totally cut out the Siamese cat sequence at all. So, I don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying. Um, I think the Peter Pan controversy is a lot more prevalent than in this one. This one was just representing the cultures that they're from. Um, but I digress. Those are my views on Lady and the Tramp. Um, I love this movie. I watched it a lot as a kid. And I enjoyed watching it this time around with my wife. It was a really, really cute, really nice time. Next time, I'll be discussing the next film for Cinephile Week. And uh, this was chosen by one of my friends on Instagram, at Mark with the Movies. Um, so go and check his page out. He get he delivers great movie news. So I, I'm very appreciative of him helping out with that. And uh, the movie he helped choose was The Apartment, which is a film I've never seen before. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. Until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.